your background, your upbringing, your culture have such heavy influences on women's first introduction to sex, to birth control, to any of that. Hello, people of the interwebs. I'm Tash Doherty, and welcome to the Practical Guide to Pussyhood, the show about birth control, periods, and liberating yourself from the patriarchy. Carolyn and I met with Ketnia in Oakland, California. Ketnia is 23, and she had her son Donovan at 18. She first got birth control in her postpartum checkup after she gave birth to Donovan. Ketnia opted for the hormonal IUD, specifically the Marina. Ketnia now has a copper IUD, which is the only form of long-acting birth control that doesn't have hormones. The copper IUD lasts 10 years, but as Ketnia mentions, and with either of the IUDs that she used, you can get them taken out at any time by a nurse practitioner if you want to get pregnant or switch to another form of birth control. Essentially, what you need to decide is what kind of periods you want to have. The hormonal IUD will make your periods lighter, and a lot of women either like having lighter or no periods at all, and it's completely healthy and normal, and there are millions of women out there with hormonal IUDs who are just living their lives. But also, some women actually do like having a period, and if you want to have a regular period, but also not have to worry about pregnancy, even if it's a little bit heavier and you don't mind that, then the copper IUD could work for you. People often ask me about fertility when it comes to the IUD and the implant, And the truth is that once you get your birth control removed, so you take out your IUD or your implant, you return to your baseline fertility almost immediately. Long-acting birth control works really great while it's in your body, but as soon as you take it out, you're at risk of getting pregnant again. And I've met too many women who got their IUD or implant taken out, and they didn't realize how quickly they'd return to full fertility, and they got pregnant within a month or two of getting it removed. So just make sure that if you're getting an IUD or an implant removed, that you get it again or you get another form of birth control if you don't want to be pregnant because chances are you'll be completely fertile again as soon as you take it out and we don't want any unplanned pregnancies. Now it's time to hear from Kenya. Palacios. I'm from Vacaville, California. I'm 23 years old. I currently have a copper IUD. I just got it inserted about three months ago. You don't walk up to your mom and say, hey mom, I'm having sex. I should get on birth control. You just don't. Because they'll just slap you until you don't have sex. You're not married. What are you doing? Because I come from an extremely traditional Mexican household. My mom is the epitome of a lady. She doesn't drink alcohol. She wears skirts, she crosses her legs, she always does her hair and makeup. And you don't have sex before marriage when you're a lady, damn it. (laughs) So that's not an open conversation to have, which, you know, if I ever have a daughter, I will very much want her to talk to me about it. It wasn't just, hey, I need to go to the doctors. I I mean, I didn't even have a car at the time. So she would have been like, what do you need to go to the doctors for? Well, I'm I'm not going to tell you. And then that just, either way, it wasn't just easily accessible, you know? I got my period at nine years old. We had sex ed in sixth grade. We had that special class and we had to get waivers signed, you know, that our parents would allow us to have this information. 
And they were telling us, you know, within the next couple of years, girls, you're probably going to start, you know, developing breasts and getting your periods. At this point, I had had my period for three years and I was a C cup. I used to go to the library and read Seventeen magazine, and I read this article on toxic shock syndrome, and I didn't even know what tampons were. My mom didn't use tampons. In Mexico, you didn't use tampons. They broke your hymen. You were no longer a virgin if you used tampons. They were not an Your only option were the super thick pads, so that's what my mom used, and she tried to give that to me, and I said, no, mom. I read about tampons. I need tampons. Um, I don't want it to look like I'm wearing a diaper when I'm at school, and um, they have thin pads now and I'm not going to get toxic shock syndrome because I know all about it she said what the hell is toxic shock syndrome (laughs) I educated myself my worst fear was getting my period at school y'all I used to wear a tampon and a pad I was so scared of leaking and because none of my friends had gone there I was the first I was even embarrassed to tell them They were about to get it. I don't understand why, looking back, I don't understand why I was so mortified, but it was just something you didn't talk about. It was something that happened. As a girl, I feel so cheated because why did I go the majority of my life like that I did not have a period, not knowing this was coming? Damn it, if I ever have a daughter, I'm gonna let her know. Listen, even, you know what? I Screw the daughter. I have a son and he asks me, I have tampons and pads in the cabinet in the bathroom. And he goes, mommy, what is this? It looks like a diaper. And I let him know, well, girls, we bleed and it's okay. You know, that that's what happens when you're ready to make a baby. That's what it's for. It's mommies don't touch it. You know, it's for girls. All girls get it. It's okay. I'll be damned if he gets hit with the, oh my God, it's a tampon. You know, no, he needs to know. Everyone needs to know. This is natural. It's not something to be ashamed of. I first became sexually active at 15. We used the pull-out method for almost three years to the point where part of me was like, yay, we're not pregnant. And the other part of me was like, we haven't even had a scare. Like, is something wrong with me? (laughs) Or one of us sterile? Um, Again, not that we were trying. Yeah, I went to the doctors and they'd ask me if I was sexually active. And my mother was in the room, so I would say no. (laughs) So we thought we were in the clear because it's like three years, almost three years of just nothing. So we were like, we're good. We don't have to worry about this. And then, bam, I get pregnant. Uh, When I did find out I was pregnant, I was still living with my mom at home. And I told my son's dad, his name is Derek. And I told Derek, I need to tell my mom. And my mom had always told me, if you end up pregnant and you're not married... Don't think I'm going to take care of you and your kid. So I knew fully well going in, my mom is not taking care of this child. And I I didn't expect her to. So he was like, okay, just let me know. Do you want me to be there with you? You know, should I be outside in case she does like kick you out of the house? Because that's happened before uh, where, you know, someone gets pregnant young and their parents just straight up kick them out of the house. I actually don't know what was going through his head, but he was just so worried. So I sat down and I said, hey, mom, I have something to tell you. And she said, Oh, I already know you're pregnant. And I said, what? Backstory. It's always just been me and my mom in the house. And cycles really do sync up. And we only had one bathroom. And she would notice, like, oh, you know, there's tampon wrappers in there. She's on her period, like I am. And she said, yeah, I started my period a week ago. And you didn't. So I figured... She actually told me, she was like, listen, I'm disappointed because I've given you a better example. By that, she meant to just flat out not have sex till marriage, Um, not like prevent it or anything. 
But she said to me, you know, I'm proud because, again, she's traditional Mexican and here in America, the, you know, liberal lifestyles, the devil. So <laughs> she said, I feel like a lot of girls here in your option would have uh, gotten an abortion, just not said anything. And you didn't go that route. So you have to remember abortions are against tradition and whatnot. So she said, I'm proud of you for keeping the baby. She said, I hope you know this is your responsibility. And I said, I know. She said, uh, what about Derek? Is he sticking around? By this time, she knew he was there. And I said, yeah, he's totally supportive. She said, I hope so, because I'm not. <laughs> she said, I'm going to love that grandchild, but it's a grandchild, not my child. So she stuck to her word. Uh, my first son, we unfortunately lost him during labor. I went into preterm labor and we lost him at six months. But by that point, you know, you're told, oh, you're in the clear because what is it? 14 weeks. They tell you, just wait 14 weeks after that. Your miscarriage uh, probably won't happen. So we started planning. You know, we knew our lives were going to change. We started buying things. And then all of a sudden, that was ripped away from us. So we wanted a baby. After I had our first son, you know, we were obviously trying for a second. I was pretty much pregnant for almost two years straight. There was like a four-month gap in between. And then, bam, pregnant again. The second pregnancy was super high risk. We had three appointments a week. It was really stressful. I was definitely dealing with the postpartum depression from the first pregnancy on top of the already crazy emotions that pregnancy within itself gives to you, like all the hormones and whatnot. Um, so you can imagine I was just a wreck. <laughs> after that, after I gave birth, I was so done with being pregnant that I had convinced myself I wanted my tubes dyed. And at 18 years old, six weeks after giving birth, I walked into my OB's office and she said, so what do you want to do? And I said, I want my tubes dyed. And she looked at me and she said, listen, with all due respect, I'm not going to tie your tubes at 18. <laughs> because at least here in California, the only way to get your tubes tied prior to 25 is if you already have four children. Looking back, I'm glad she didn't. At the time, I was determined. I was like, I'm done. No more kids. So I was a little pissed off when she said she wouldn't do it. But um, now I'm glad she didn't because, you know, now I have that option. That's when she told me, you know, you can do the mini pill. She straight up told me, I don't think you're going to want to do that. You walked in here telling me you want your tubes tied. <laughs> Her first thing after that was an IUD. And at the time, actually, I don't even think that they were giving the IUD unless you had a kid already. Honestly, the main, main, main reason, well, there's two of them. One is really, really superficial, so please don't judge me. Um, the other was actually for my son. I was breastfeeding at the time. Um, the less hormones, the better. And what I was told with the Mirena is that it's a local hormones. So it's going to stay down there in my uterus, and I was going to be able to continue breastfeeding. So that was the deal breaker. The other one was I didn't want to gain weight. <laughs> That was such a big fear of mine. So the doctor was like, nope, this one, it's a low hormone. It'll stay in your uterus. You're good to go. So those were the two big things that definitely made me just say, put it in me. <laughs> okay, so the Mirena at the time, I was told it was going to be a three to five year. The other IUD option was the copper. Uh, the copper, I was told, was going to more than likely give me heavier periods and that, that one's good for 10 years. At the time, also due to family planning, we were like, oh, we don't want to wait 10 years to have another kid, so I'm probably going to want this out within the next three to five years. 
another reason why we chose the marina. But actually, when I went to go get it checked up, I was told that after reviewing it, they can have it in for, I think, like seven or eight years now. I guess new studies were done, and now it's even longer than three, which is cool. I actually wanted to go no hormones whatsoever, which is why I took it out in February, and then in April or May, I got the copper. So I went a little bit without anything, and then I got the copper inserted. I know that they don't have a lot of hormones, and like Marina is not a lot of hormones, but I still just wanted to give my body a break. I did end up losing my periods. Well, not completely. I would spot really, really lightly for about a day, but I would get really moody and really, really bloated for like two weeks. And I didn't know if that was it or if it was just me, I don't know, my body changing because that's what your body does naturally. I actually got about four of my friends to get the Mirena and none of them were having those problems. So it could have just been me. You know, everyone takes it differently. Plus, I wasn't having sex, so... <laughs> Because I have had children, I guess the doctor said it would be easier. I do have, like I said, I have friends who don't have any children and they said it hurt. I didn't really get that. I got a slight cramping, but nothing too major. I started the copper. I used to get really heavy periods before I was on any type of birth control. So we're back to that. Woohoo! I don't think about birth control. I don't. It's in there. I know it's working. So that's what I love about it. Let's say tomorrow I decide, you know what, screw this. I do want that baby. I can take it out tomorrow and that night I can get pregnant, which is cool. I don't have to worry about it, you know, the hormones wearing off or whatnot. Like literally I can make an appointment for tomorrow morning at eight to get it taken out and that night have sex and get pregnant. That's why to me, this like from what's out in the market, this is the way to go. Now that I do have the copper, I switch back and forth pretty much daily between God, I want another baby and... God, I'm going to be done when I'm 36. <laughs> I don't see myself purposely getting pregnant within the next two years. After that, we'll see where my life is at. Um, I think I do want to focus a little more on figuring out what I want to do career-wise before I do plan to have another kid. And again, at the risk of sounding like an IUD commercial, it's nice to not have to worry about it. To me, this is like the closest thing to being a dude. <laughs> they can literally choose like, <laughs> I'm going to pull out. This gives us a lot more control over what happens and when we want it to happen. Once you're established and you're really at a point where you're, you know, maybe you have one or two kids or maybe you're into your 20s and you're married now and you and your partner have both decided we for sure never want any more kids that's the time to make that permanent decision. And even then, because of what it does to you, I still think that a uh, vasectomy is a better choice. It just just in case. Because as a woman, you know, I'll be the first to say, I change my mind all the time. You know, yesterday I saw a baby and I was like, oh my God, I want another one right now. I want to get pregnant. And then this morning I woke up and I said, thank God I get a full eight hours of sleep every night. I actually know um, one couple who she was going to go in to get her tubes tied. She went to her OB appointment. The husband went with her and they actually walked out with the decision that he would just get a vasectomy because it's a same day procedure. You're in, you're out. You stick a bag of peas on your balls. You're good to go. Whereas tying your tubes is a whole procedure. It's a real surgery. Like you need recovery time and all that. 
Looking back at my 17-year-old self, knowing what I know now about birth control, again, at the risk of sounding cheesy, um, I feel like everything happened the way it did, you know, me having my son really young. I feel like it happened because it had to happen that way. Like I said, it matured me really quick. I wouldn't be where I am in my life right now had it not been for that. Um, Who knows where I would be? Maybe I'd be more successful or in a different country. I don't know. To me, it wasn't just about, oh, you know, what type of birth control are you on? Or it, it, it was literally the difference between me having a child and not, <laughs> which I guess is what birth control is. If I do ever have a daughter, my choice for her, which again, obviously it'd be her body, so it'd be her choice. But if I had any say in it, I wouldn't want her to have a, a child that early. But you know, if that's her choice, then it would be. But that's the cool thing. She would literally be able to make that choice. Not because I wouldn't want her to be on birth control or she wouldn't be able to have that conversation with me or there wouldn't be good options out there for her. At 17, my biggest worry was not being cute and getting like gaining tons of weight, which I think is another reason I didn't even think about birth control because all I knew about it was you're going to break out, your whole body's going to change, you're going to gain weight. And I mean, that would have been my biggest thing, knowing that there's options, like everybody's different. Literally everybody is different and everybody is going to react differently to different things. I think just education on what you want out of your birth control and how your body would react. Like, the first time you try birth control, it might not be the right fit, and that's okay. Try a different one. You can switch it up. Ketnia draws our attention to the best form of male birth control that currently exists, and that's sterilization or getting a vasectomy. As the girl, right now, you have to front load a lot of the effort to deal with birth control while you're still fertile, and you might want to have kids later. But if you're done having kids and you have a long-term partner, why don't you get him to get sterilized instead of you getting your tubes tied? For men, the vasectomy is a simpler, easier, safer procedure. And yet, right now, only 13% of married men are sterilized compared to 21% of married women. The marriage thing is neither here nor there, but having your male partner be sterilized is a great opportunity for him to contribute to your birth control as a couple. 